Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. How are you doing? I'm great. Good. What are you going to teach us today? We are going to be learning how to make our guitar sing more like a vocalist. Like, la 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 la, like that? <laughs> hey, I sang the major one. Yeah, you yeah, did minor. minor. <laughs> la 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 la. Yeah, okay. It's like that kind of singing? Yeah, well, yes and no. <laughs> Show us more. All right. So the, the key for us is to try and again, as much as possible, avoid making everything that we sound or we play on the guitar sound like scales. We learn okay. these positions on the guitar. We tend to just kind of flow up and down. And what we want to learn how to do is some what I've always called vocal techniques, which are basically like the, the, the two most important ones by far are bending and vibrato. So for instance, when you end a phrase, let's say you're, you're playing the scale. And you end with a vibrato, which is shaking that string uh, gently. And you'll notice I'm adding some sliding on, a way to start and end phrases. Which we'll get to the sliding in a second, but so, with vibrato, it's a nice place, it's a nice thing to do when you're ending whatever it is that you're playing. So the first one is vibrato. Vibrato, okay. Now, and, and you when control you... with your vibrato, you control how wide or how fast. Now, you're uh, going to notice when I do vibrato, I'm bending toward the floor. Now, some people bend toward the ceiling. What I'm doing is I'm bending that string toward the floor, so I'm literally mm -hmm. taking my hand and I'm pulling that string like this with my mm -hmm. arm, okay? And I'm deciding how wide and how fast I want that vibrato to go. Very cool. Yeah. And I was noticed you were doing that with your first finger. Yeah, I do it with all my fingers. I actually do a little exercise where I'll do my first finger, and then my second finger, and then my third finger, mm. finger, and I just practice them all, because I'll do vibrato on any finger. You know, any finger can do vibrato. Got it. So guys, if you want to um, learn how to continue to make your guitar sing, keep watching. If you want to learn how to do it even faster, you should probably grab Steve's Blues Licks course, cleverly titled Blues Licks by Steve Stein. <laughs> it was Available a at guitarzoom.com. <laughs> or you can probably click on a link around this video. I'm sure there's something, yes. Yes. So. The first way, when you say vocal techniques, you're literally talking about the voice. Yeah. I studied singing for a while. So the vibrato, you can either have a fast vibrato or a slow vibrato. That's what you're just showing us. 
The next thing in uh, voice, we call it portamento, or some people just call it sliding, right? Mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of what either sliding up to a note, but in, with the guitar, we say we bend the string because we literally take the string and change the pitch by bending it. Right. Is that the well, second let's talk part about sliding first. I mean, that's a that's another valid thing. There's cool. like for me, there's there's three different kinds of slides that you're basically going to do. You're going to do a slide that moves this direction, a slide that moves that direction, or a slide that moves back and forth. And the purpose is twofold. Either the first thing is you're doing it to get from one place to the next. Right? Or maybe you're doing it as an effect in between two notes. And that, I remember, I, I don't remember when it was, but I remember going and seeing a performer one time many, many years ago. This guy was playing in this band, and the band was fine, but the guitar player was great. And one thing that, I, it, I was in the audience, and uh, they went on break, and he, for whatever reason, knew who I was, and he beelined it right over to where I was, and he handed me his CD. He had an instrumental CD. So I went home and uh, listened to it the next day or whatever it was. And one thing that struck me, I don't even remember the guy's name anymore, but one thing that struck me about the CD is that he did that a lot. And I, at that time in my playing, didn't do it at all. Sliding was a function for me. It was getting from point A to point B. It was never um, a, like a, a colorization or enhancement, you know. He'd do that all the time in his playing. Whoops, sorry. And that's when I started listening to that CD was when I started thinking about that, going, wow, that's really cool how you can play a note and then bend to that same note or slide, excuse me. And it sounds really cool. And there's lots of players out there, you know, from Steve Vai to Satriani to Eric Johnson, all kinds of players that use a lot of this stuff in their playing. Mm -hmm. So you can think of your sliding as being functional. It's getting you from somewhere to another place. But then there's that. Which sounds really, really, really cool. And then of course mm -hmm. you'll notice that it, when I end, I tend to tag it with a vibrato. Very cool. Yeah, kind of fun. So we've talked about vibrato, we've talked about sliding, and what else can you use to make your guitar sing? Well, the next really big one, which is probably the most important one, is bending. And there's so many ways that you can bend, but the most important thing about bending is that you bend in tune, right? So if, I'm, if I want to play, for instance, and again, I'm just in A minor pentatonic here. So if I go to the seventh fret of the third string, I'm bending it up a whole step, or two frets, so it'll sound like nine. If I don't bet it in tune, it begins to sound like you're talking to aliens or something. And you don't want anything <laughs> like that you're playing unless you're trying to talk to aliens with your guitar. Yes. Maybe you are. But and you better get your tinfoil hat on. <laughs> That's right. But if you're trying to avoid that, the, the biggest thing is, is you've got to learn to bend in tune. Don't worry about how fast you get there. And don't worry about leaving right away. Just practice bending. You know, like I've, I've even had people ask me, 
like the inlays on a on a guitar are the inlays there to help you to try and know how high you're supposed to bend and the answer is no the the thickness of the strings on your guitar and all these things make a difference on how it feels when you bend it's not really a distance it's learning to hear it with your with your ear If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. And the easiest way to check that is if you just take like, if I'm playing pentatonic, I'll give you three little tests you can do. If you go to the seven, you can bend up to nine. If you go to the eight of the second string, you can bend up to 10. And if you go to the eight on the first string, you can bend up to 10. So they're all whole step bends. And you can just practice. Learning to to bend until you hear the pitch that you want. Mm -hmm. So once you've learned how to do that, then the next thing is is learning how to get interesting with them. So a couple things I'm going to show you here. The first one is just learning how to take a bend. And instead of just bending up, you can do what I've always referred to as a double pump, which is really just... Which sounds really cool. You just bend it a couple of times. Or I can take that bend. I can bend it up without picking it and then pick it. And I can do what's called a reverse bend or often called a ghost bend. Nice. And I could put those together. Notice I'm stopping the string. So I can explore different ways of playing those bends. I can also take that bend, put it up. Kind of the Joe Walsh sort of thing. Where you're just bending it down, you're just releasing it, and you're picking it while you're bending it, or you're while you're releasing it. Which sounds kind of cool too. Very cool. Yeah. So you've got those three elements. We've got vibrato, we've got sliding, we've got bends. Those are kind of the three primary elements of making your... your yeah, your yeah. and there, there's yeah. a whole host of different kinds of bends. Like uh, another one I can show you, for instance, I always think like if you build off of this, what we'll call a basic bend, which is a whole step bend. Okay? And I, I'm showing you all these different things you can do with one note. Well, another thing you can learn to do is you can connect that to other strings. So it's like a it's like a a, a a step off or a ramp. You can connect to other strings while that's while that's raised in the air. And 
and I could continue on with my journey. And of course, that's where you get the Chuck Berry kind of. You know, all that kind of stuff is bending it up and then connecting to another string. Very the other cool. thing I can do is I can take that bend, and what I do is I visualize my fretboard pentatonically, and I bend. And I can do multiple bends, as many or a few as I want. Maybe I'll only do three. Oh, it's that sounds cool. I'm hearing some Jimmy Page. Yeah, I mean, there's some really great stuff. And another one that I love to do, same idea, but this time what I'm going to do is start on nine, and I'm going to go down to the seven. So I'm bending this so up. So that's a single I'm pick? Yep. So I'm only bending it or picking it once until I get down to that note. But. So you'll notice what I'm doing is I'm combining two bends. This one, which is almost like a three fret bend. And then I'm, I'm immediately sliding down and doing another bend. And then I'm doing that little slide to the blues note and back. Nice. And it's just, you know, different unique things like that that make things sound different than just... You know, if I play something that's more groove-oriented... Then I end... See, I can add some aggression and stuff like that in there with the bending and the vibrato that I do. And I decide how aggressive I want it. If I'm feeling more energetic, I might do a wider vibrato. If I'm ending something that's more relaxed, then I keep my, yes. my vibrato a little more subtle. Love it, dude. Yeah. Amazing. Even just those, with just those three tips, you can completely change your playing. Yeah, and again, always remember, it doesn't come down to how much you know or I understand, I know how to bend. It's not that. It's can you manipulate these things and make them sound musical. You have to spend time with even things where we go, we think to ourselves, I learned how to bend. Back in 10th grade, I learned how to do bending, and, and that's all fine, but you've got to relearn or rethink like I had to with that sliding thing that I learned. Of course I learned how to do slides, but I'd never thought of it the way that he thought of it mm. until I heard it on that CD. And so sometimes you just need to be introduced to a different way of thinking about it and then apply that stuff to your playing. Absolutely. Yeah. Completely change everything for you. Just that one guy, right? Yeah. Added a ton of... Yeah. And I don't even remember, like I said, I don't even... And I don't remember, you know, I haven't had CDs in years. I'm, you know, I got rid of CDs a long time ago, so I don't even know who it was, but I, I very much remember in my head. And I've got a lot of I, like stories like that where I remember certain things that changed the, the direction of my playing mm -hmm. just by being introduced to something and going, and I still look for that. Even after playing all these years, I'm always looking for something new. Um, you think about like this licks course that, that I just did. There's a bunch of licks in there, but if there's only maybe two or three or four of them that have you going, wow, I never thought of that before that's worth it right there you know it absolutely is you really don't need a, a ton of stuff you need that one that one thing that's going to change own it. it like once you learn that one thing if it makes sense to you like all the stuff i just showed you 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 don't need it all you just need something from it that you focus on and you practice and you 
you make you you make it become part of you. So every time you play, it's something that you do on a regular basis through your playing organically. Yeah. I love it, dude. Thank you so much for taking your time to spend with us and show us those three tips. Hope you guys got a lot out of it. Um, if you would like to check out Steve's complete course, it's called Blues Licks. It's available at GuitarZoom.com. Thank you so much, Steve. I appreciate your time, brother. Yeah, take care. Keep playing, man. See ya. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast. It sounds like this. Here's the whole lick. That is super cool. And tell us about that note that you're playing there that's kind of like an ear, ear bending thing. You bet. So what I'm doing is I'm going from what we, in theory, we call it the minor third to the major third, which if you think about it from your chord. Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com. And thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.